There you go. There's your intro. <laughs> there's your intro. Yeah, welcome to the Nerd Solution, where you get nothing but flatulence with your boy Joe. All right. So, how's your day been or your week in general? Uneventful, entirely uneventful. Um, walked to the shop a second ago, which is pretty fun to nearly get run over. <laughs> Very lovely. Yeah, just just crossing the road, and you know, as a person walking across the road, when there is a car significantly far away, I have right of way to cross the road because that's how the law works. Mm. Uh, not to this driver who decided to see me crossing the road and speed up and try to run me. Oh, over. nice! So nearly didn't have a podcast today because you boy nearly got put in fucking hospital. <laughs> <laughs> I, did, I did a little uh, a little panic, uh, like half walking like jog thing to like get to the other side of the road. I was like. Ugh. <laughs> in all fairness i've nearly been ran over so many times i have been run over a few times which is always fun but no, oh. other than that i've not really done anything to be fair i've played some fifa with dylan which i'll talk about later oh what about you then caleb yeah i mean it's pretty sort of slow week or week and a half still recovering my shoulder so still doing all my exercises still taking it out of me yeah so uh, had a uh had another birthday last weekend all the weekend just gone celebrated that was nice. Nice. Uh, playing a lot of Destiny, pretty much all I play at the moment. <laughs> Found uh, a newfound joy for it again. And uh, yeah, completed the Rising Quest on 14. Nice. That was such a good in the game, which was really cool. Yeah. That, that blew my mind. Like when he showed up, I was like, he looks familiar. And the name was just question mark, question mark. And then it came up with his name. And I was like, as soon as I saw Yoshida, I was like, oh my God, Yoshi P, what the hell are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, you're thanking me for playing your game. Thank you for making it. Yeah, in 14, though, in the most recent um, event, The Rising, the actual director and writer, Yoshi P, has put himself in the game as a paladin. The paladin even looks like him. And it's literally this whole thing basically saying the path you're going to walk in the future is going to be a big one. It's all been planned out. Basically, blah, blah, blah. Thank you for all of this. I hope that you enjoy everything that's basically to come. He basically put in a subtle message. I hope to stay in this world for as long as I can as well. He also said. Yeah. So basically saying that he's set up for the future to keep this going. Yeah, and hopefully that all the fans that played this quest are there to be thanked and basically asked, hopefully you stick around for what's next. And it was a yep. nice touch. It was a it was, nice it was touch. It was beautiful. Yeah, he's done it before in the past where he's put himself in the game and done similar things like this. But, you know, that was before, whereas now we're at the end game of the current storyline and overarching story. So it has more of a significance to it. Yeah, definitely. So that was good. Um, yeah, but uh, other than that, so uh, yeah, just been chilling out and looking forward to next week. Yes, well, definitely, it's going to be very, very fun. Oh yeah, <laughs> we're going to have lots of stories to talk about after next week. My oh, stag do. Well, no, because what happens? What happens at the stag do stays at the stag do. We're not allowed to talk. That's about. true. That's true. We'll, it will just be an episode where we make anything and everything up, just so then it will basically fuck with all oh, of so our. What partners. happened at your stag do? Oh, not much. Just had a couple of drinks. That was it. I had a couple of drinks. Fought Godzilla. You know, discovered an alien race. You know, just a basic Friday. <laughs> that was just Friday. You know, we had Saturday and Sunday as well. <laughs> It'll be fun. It'll be great. My week um, has been a weird week. It's been weird. I nearly died the other night. <laughs> um, so you, you, you both know I've got a massive fear of spiders. I'm an arachnophobe. 
okay? And it's not the case of like, oh, I'm scared of spiders. I generally like getting hot sweats and I get really terrified of spiders to the point I my skin gets itchy and if a spider touches me, I have to go have a wash because it's just too much. I'm a proper arachnophobe. I was cleaning the bathroom and I shit you not, a spider as thick as a fucking twiglet, its legs were as thick as twiglets, and it was the size of a fucking bathroom plug, came running out from behind the bin and ran right at me. I flung backwards, flung backwards, sorry, and almost whacked my head on the radiator. I just jumped up and sat myself and ran for my life. It was terrifying. I could see the thing's eyeballs. You could see the muscles. Spiders don't even have muscles, but this thing had fucking muscles, okay? Like, Lindsay came running came running upstairs like okay i've got to deal with a spider she was like where's the spider i pointed out the spider and she was like holy fuck I'm like yeah that's not a spider that's fucking king kong's finger there mm, all right it was definitely a, it was definitely a spider but it just was a rather it looked like it looked like a face hugger from alien <laughs> so long story short Lindsay got a um glass well not a glass but more like a plastic bowl because a glass wouldn't fit over the top of this monstrosity. Uh, got a plastic bowl and a big piece of cardboard to put underneath. As Lindsay was carrying it down, the thing kept running and charging at the plastic bowl to try and knock the plastic bowl. This thing was learning. <laughs> right? It was self-aware. It was learning. It knew it was stuck in this. And its thought of action was, if I rush this bowl hard enough, I could knock myself out of it. <laughs> It was like the most violent spider I've ever met. You should let it bite you, man. That could have been. You could have become Spider-Man. That, that could have been the one that, that was like, like some yeah. Or, or I could have become Spider-Man from the alternate universe where he turns into a fucking spider. Become man spider, yeah. Okay. I don't know. That, I'd say that's quite cool. Still pretty good. You wouldn't that's be scared like, of spiders anymore, Tom, because you'd beat one. Does it every time I walk past you'd the be mirror? Scared of yourself. <laughs> you now be scared of yourself instead. Okay, yeah. Okay. Cat story as well. Oh, another like, cat story, I, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I told you guys this as it happened, but I've not spoke about this on the podcast yet. So, but yeah, also this week, I wake up, I open up my curtains, and it was literally a scene out of The Cat Returns. There was multiple cats all in my garden, sprawl out on the grass, on the wall, all just chilled out nice and relaxed. And I'm like, what the hell are you doing in my garden? And, like, my cat Ollie is sat downstairs meowing his head off. I'm like, no, you are not joining this gang of cats, okay? This is not the Aristocats. You are not going out and joining them, okay? And I was damn right to not let him go out and play with the other cats, even though they're apparently nice cats. They're not. I came home from the shop the other day. All three of them were outside my front door. Okay, I took I got rid of them again. I was like, just leave me alone. I don't know why they're coming to my house. I have no idea why. It's weird. Okay, because uh, they want Ollie. They're trying to take they, Ollie. They probably are. They know he's there, and they're trying to bring him. They're trying to bring yeah, him in. And the other day, I caught him rapping and uh, beating up another cat. So yeah, it's a good thing that I didn't let let Ollie join them because uh, turns out the mafia of cats are trying to recruit my cat. I, th- I think they listen to the podcast, they've heard the cat stories, and they're trying to yeah. enact, enact That's the what idea from the second episode. Of, they're just trying to kidnap you, Tom. <laughs> they're getting back at the cats, and they're just like, he makes a good point. <laughs> <laughs> meow, 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 meow. 
So, spider that was the size of my hand to a gang of cats, you know, harassing my home. It's been a weird week for me. Mm, definitely. Oh, it's... Never a, it's, it's never a dull like... moment in your house, Tom, is there really? It there really isn't. It's always something going on. That, that reminds me of one time I was with my friend Ross, and we met a similar kind of spider. I say met because it was not like a normal <laughs> spider camp. This was like five years ago. We went to, went to a garage to get some food. This is like half one in the morning. And uh, we're walking back up this hill. And just, I don't know what it was. My, inst- my, my intuition was just like, turn your torch on right now. I was like, right, just put the torch on. And there's this fucking spider, like, 30 centimetres away from my feet. And it was about the size of my hand. And it was just, it was, I could see it look, just looking at me and Ross, just staring at us. And I was like, <laughs> I was like, what the fuck is going on? Just on the floor, just looking at us. So I'm like, okay. And I was like, cool. So I went to walk around it. I, wanna, I was like, you know, I don't want to walk over it and it, like, gets scared. So I went to walk around it, and I shit you fucking not, it moved to the left to get in front of my way. <laughs> you were being like, I'm, like, I'm like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> There's a standoff between me and the spider. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, okay then. And then it starts moving slightly towards it. Like, it took like two steps towards me. So I backed off. And I was like, what the fuck is going on? So then <laughs> Ross has the idea of just, we'll just throw some at the spider to see if it will move. So he just picks up this little stone and throws it at the spider. The spider, like, runs away a bit, but not enough, and then turns around and looks at us again. So that's me, Ross, at that point. Just, me, Ross, at that point, just full, like, full sprint up this hill, avoiding the spider. And I swear to God, I turn around. When we got to the top of the hill, I, I turn around. I saw the spider coming up the hill. <laughs> you were being like, chased by a spider. <laughs> So, for all you know, Tom, you might have met some fucking ancestor of this spider me and Ross met five years ago. Oh, fucking hell. Wow. You just got chased by a spider. That's incredible. It's weird because there, I was warning spiders, that's just reminded me. Um, at, not at the bottom of my road, but at the bottom of the road, over from me, there's this giant drain at the end of the road. And one day, as I was walking back from town, I saw a spider the size of a burger, and I... I'm not lying here. It was only the size of a burger. My brother was with me. He saw it. It freaked both of us out. It noticed that we noticed it, and it ran straight into the sewer. <laughs> From that point onwards, the idea of alligators living in the sewers is not that far-fetched. <laughs> There's a spider the size of a burger living so in the just, sewer. What we've is the, is the city we live in, there is some kind of fucking secret sect of mutated spiders living in Clearly. somewhere. There must be. Caleb needs to watch out. Caleb's not had a spider in cat yet. We're gonna fucking finish this podcast. And get stabbed by oh, I've seen plenty of spiders. <laughs> I've seen I've seen a decently big one in my bathroom, but not to the size that you were mentioning there. I've not seen anything yeah. that big yet. Yeah, I I, I was like I have de- I've definitely encountered big spiders. Just they've never really bothered me. Yeah, like for me, it was like that looked like the size of a tarantula. Could someone's pet have escaped? But it wasn't mm. fuzzy. It wasn't furry. It looked like a house spider that had just grown that large. And now, apparently, <laughs> apparently spiders don't stop growing. If their environment is a larger environment, they just keep growing. They do, yeah. indeed. Yeah, and I'd never seen a normal, like, brick sort of spider that size before, you know? Like, the size of a mm. half-pound burger. And it was just like, what the hell is this thing? Which yeah. now makes me worried if he's a scout that has come out of the sewer, 
What the fuck is living in the sewer? Oh, I'm sure there's a Shelob style. <laughs> this this sounds like some this sounds like some bat shit crazy what, theorist what, shit. What but you know, what when you see spider, that, it's what spider waifu. <laughs> you go down there, it's like tits, eight legs. And it's like I will kill you, but first we make love, and it's like. Oh, why am oh, no. I turned she'll, on? She'll just devour you. <laughs> now I'm just thinking devoured. of the spider lady from uh, the anime monster Masune. I was, I was literally typing <laughs> that into Google. <laughs> literally, I finished writing Musume as you fucking said that. <laughs> That's all I can think of is her. It was too fetchy, it's hot. Oh, I need to rewatch that show. Oh yeah, I'm sure you do. For the, is it for the plot? Yeah. <laughs> Definitely. To be to be fair, to be fair, I watched the trailer for a show that you suggested to me ages ago the other day. Uh Kaiju. Kaiju? Whatever how it's pronounced. Oh, the, Kaiju, um, oh, the butt anime. Yeah, the one where it's basically uh Dumo wrestling, but with skinny girls with big bums and big boobs, and they use their bums and boobs to fight with. Yeah, it's a good show. Like a Kamehameha wave out of the Sound ass is like just hilarious. The funny thing is, it, sound, it sounds fucking ridiculous, but it is genuinely a really good show. I watched a trailer, a girl oh, pummeled another good, girl yeah. with her breasts. Okay. Yeah. And it was literally each breast move forward, was like do, 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 punching. And it was like, what the hell is this? Is that a- I sat. <laughs> I watched it with Lindsay. I watched it with Lindsay, and Lindsay's response was. What the fuck was that? Yeah, it's, you might see that meme on Twitter or Facebook. It's the uh, another teacher that throws a pen up there and hits it with her ass. Yes. Yeah, that's Kaiju. Oh yeah. my god. <laughs> Good show. Oh, makes more show. sense now. I'm, I'm going to have to watch it. I'm, I'm prioritizing that over Beastars. Oh, I don't know about that one. <laughs> Kaiju is a good show, but it's not quite Beastars. <laughs> Although, to be fair, if you're not a furry, then uh, maybe... Go first. I prefer my human-looking girls over my animal-looking girls. You literally just spoke about Monster Musume, and you're like, oh, I might rewatch it. That's because, though, okay, it's okay if they're half-human, half-animal. Like, if they've got a human head, that's fine. But if it's an animal head, it's a little bit weird. Whatever you say, Tom. Whatever you say. Oh, yeah. So, um, Joe, quickly. As Caleb hasn't been watching it, we'll just get it out of the way quickly. Walking Dead. Like, the first two episodes, part one, part two, as they are part one and part two. Fucking good. Do you think, after the events that happened in part two, do you think that Maggie's okay with Negan now, or do you still think that they're going to try and kill each other? I don't think they're okay, but I also don't think they're going to try and kill each other. I think think Maggie is level-headed enough to understand the lesson Negan was trying to to teach her, of, like, you know, you, you, you you brought me out here to kill me, you didn't help me when I needed help. I didn't help you when you needed help. You get it now. Yeah, they're just as bad as each other. And in that moment when everyone was turning against Maggie because she was leaving that dude to die, you know, th- th- it really showed that she was just as bad as Negan. Yeah, although, you know, she hasn't kicked in two people's schools. Yeah, but they deserved it, okay? What? <laughs> They deserved it, all right? Hey, Rick's Ryan, group... Glenn deserved that. Yeah, because Rick, Rick's group, okay, went around and killed seven people of Negan's men, and Negan didn't do anything to Rick's group beforehand, okay? So Glenn's death, yes, was tragic and sad, and so was Abraham's. Uh, like, the dude was amazing. But, you know... It was payback for... It was happened. payback, Rick yeah. started it. It was Negan did nothing wrong. Like if 
if we painted it on the other foot, okay, Rick and the Cannibals, right? Season four, I think it was four or five with the Cannibals. They kidnapped Bob. They chopped off Bob's leg. They ate Bob's leg. They also tried killing most of the people that was in Rick's group. Rick then kneeled them down in front of him in a church and used a hatchet and chopped them all to pieces as a retaliation for essentially killing Bob and trying to harm his men. How is that any different to what Negan did in the woods to Glenn Uh, and Abraham? Well, for a start, Rick and his group were helping his other group who were being done in by Negan's group, if you remember correctly. So it was another one of the situations where Rick didn't start that. But it wasn't really his problem. The save, the save, what about the save was a fucking friends and the friends asked for help and yeah he took it a bit far by fucking killing them all but you know it's the walking dead people die kill or be killed in the walking dead what it is exactly because it's the final season i'm happy we're finally getting to see the commonwealth i don't know how it's gonna go um i'll be annoyed if they kill off uh negan if they <laughs> let maggie live i don't know if they're gonna kill him off like it's a weird one like i don't think if all of alexandria moves over to the commonwealth they are not gonna take negan no, I, th- I think they'll just take over the Commonwealth. Even though, you know, the Commonwealth's a, bit, a very large civilization. Yeah. I think they'll just take over it. With how the comics ended, um, if I remember rightly, someone in the Commonwealth uh, kills Rick as Carl shows up, or someone shows up to save Rick, but Rick dies in their arms or something like that. I can't really remember it, but that's roughly how it went. And then you have like a time skip of Carl all grown up and all of that, and the world has sorted itself out. Because yeah. like Gimple killed off Carl, Rick's no longer in the show. I generally don't know if they're still going to do that same ending, or but with Judith or what. This is like still on the subject of Walking Dead. Sorry, Caleb. That's okay. Um... Carry on. As I watched it up to Glenn dying, and then watched the following episode, and went, "What the fuck is this?" And then to stop watching. It. it was such a weird juxtaposition from it, it, you know. Yeah. It was. It was, just it, was... So, it was just such a weird transition from going to this really shocking episode, which I knew was going to happen. We knew it was going to be the shocking episode, but then just to have Carol look like she's gone crazy. It was just like. To be honest, though, completely insane, and I'm like, "What? What is this? No, the kingdom storyline. No, what are you doing? The kingdom storyline is a good storyline, but they should have finished off the Negan bit first. You know, they should. They they should have. They should have continued. They should have done the Daryl episode first. Yeah, because actually, I watched the I watched the Daryl episode after the Carol episode, and then oh, the Easy Street episode. Yeah, I watched watched that one, and I was like, this like if they'd done that one and then did the Carol episode, I would have carried on watching because they did it in the opposite order. I'd lost interest by that point. Yeah, and granted, yes, Glenn Glenn was one of my favorite characters, and when he died, I knew he was going to die. I was like, well, that's shit. But I was going to carry on watching because, of course, I want to make sure Maggie's okay because I absolutely love Maggie. She's my second favorite character but yeah just those two episodes i just was like no i've just lost interest and and yeah just just stopped watching and now it's all on i mean it's all on disney plus and i will just get around and sitting and binge watching it probably restart it from season one and just binge watch it the thing is as well you won't have to wait week to week to watch it either absolutely this is it so you can watch it i think that was i think that was what my problem was is like to catch up with you guys originally, I binged watch it. And I was so used mm. to binge watching it that trying to watch that, especially that season, week on week, oh yeah. It was it was a bit too much. It it was a hell of a season, to be honest. And the seasons to follow, like 
a couple of seasons, it was a bit dry and bad in some places. But overall, the episodes that came out, when they were good episodes, they were 10 out of 10 episodes. Mm. Like, speaking of bad though, have you caught up with uh, are you up to date with uh, Fear the Walking Dead Top? No, I've dropped it. I, okay, I couldn't so deal with it. About spoilers? Like, uh, it's a weird one because after in Fear, after the main, after Madison's whole family had basically died and it went on to the Morgan story, you could tell Scott Gimple got his hands on the Walking Dead, on Fear the Walking Dead, sorry. You could tell that Scott Gimple got involved because it sadly went down the same sort of route that the Walking Dead went down when Gimple was in charge, and it just was bad. It wasn't good, and I just couldn't put myself through that. I'm going to spoil the last episode of uh, Season 6, just so, you know, if anyone's listening, but... Spoilers. So, um, do you know how The Walking Dead, you know, gets a bit crazy sometimes? In, uh, yep. in, in Fear of the Walking Dead, last episode of season six, they set off a fucking nuke that had ten warheads in it and nuked the entirety of Texas. The fuck? Why? I'm not fucking kidding. <laughs> so, so there was this serial killer that started a cult in the apocalypse, and he believed that, you know, we're going to nuke everything and then we're going to rebuild. I'm not kidding. They found a fucking nuclear submarine washed up, used it, and fired a nuke that had 10 warheads and nuke Texas. Jeez. And I'm like, that what the fuck dumb. is this show? <laughs> it makes Daryl putting a grenade in a walker's mouth and kicking him back and then into a horde of walkers and they blow up. That seems realistic now in comparison no, to it, the it nuke. Just, it just also, it, they've just ruined the entire show because obviously, you know, it's The Walking Dead. It's not the most realistic thing in the world. There are zombies. But also... What the fuck do they do now? Because half of the cast survived by staying in nuclear bunkers, but they they can't leave now. <laughs> so oh. what does the show so do? Is, so, so is it now become Fear the Bunker? <laughs> it's like, yeah, exactly. It's like, they can't leave the bunkers now. So what the fuck do they do with the show? Uh, Give me one second. Just I'm just Googling something. It. Instead of calling it Fear the Walking Dead, they just Fear the Bunker. And also, unless, wanna... unless the Walking Dead are going to get in the bunker. I want to put this into scale as well. Morgan survived the nuke by hiding behind the wheel of a fucking truck. Uh, what? No. Yeah. Okay, so I've just that's, Googled that, that, this. That's, that's as stupid as Indiana Jones being able to survive by getting himself into a fridge. Yeah. I, I was about to say, they could just do like a time skip when radiation's gone, but I've just Googled how long nuclear radiation lasts well, Tom, Tom. 3,000 20,000 years yeah. Chernobyl <laughs> yeah it's only just about coming back to normal and it's still the radiation is really high but they it's also, a lot yeah. more manageable than it was they also the writers also don't know how nukes work either because they show a shot of one of these uh, this little girl that's in the show so the nuke hits a flash of light happens and then it's just her as like an ash zombie form thing and then the uh, shockwave hits her and it's like that's what? not how a nuke works <laughs> the flash what? of light does not kill you it's the heat what? of the shockwave that, oh, dear God. so it's like not only do they set off a nuke with 10 warheads over texas they also don't know how nukes work because morgan survives it hiding behind a wheel and a girl survives it uh, doesn't survive it wow. like a flash of light that is ridiculous Okay, so this is my predictions for season seven then, because I've just read here. For survivors of a nuclear war, the lingering radiation hazard could represent a grave threat for as long as one to five years after the attack. This is how I think it's going to go down. They're going to leave the bunkers in radiation suits that they found somewhere in the bunker, because they'll just find it there because it's the walking dead. And it'll be a time skip of about five, six years later. They'll leave. And then they'll come across mutated zombies. 
They've already done mutated zombies in Fear the Walking Dead, though. So it's like, they're not doing anything new. And also, <laughs> oh, that is why Also, <laughs> I'm getting a rant in the Fear the Walking Dead now. So in a couple of seasons before, there were some, like, radiated zombies. That was, there was a nuclear, like, radiated area. And these zombies, it was confirmed that they were radiated. You'd fucking die if you stayed there for too long. Yeah. One of the characters, Alicia, do you know Alicia, Tom? Yeah, I know Alicia. Yeah, Alicia's a badass. Alicia fucking kills on the zombies, gets radiated blood all over, and in her mouth... She has a shower, she's fine. They also, in not season six, season five, or another season six, actually, they also uh, introduce a hospital that has the bubonic plague in it. Lovely. What the fuck is this show? You can see why I dropped it now. Kind of bullshit. That's what this show I is. watched season Look, one and two. Season one, season two, and season three are great. Okay. Everything after? No. After the dam gets destroyed, that's it. Yeah, that's why it should have ended there. It before I caught up again, that's why I dropped it. Oh, so you dropped it with season three then? Ah, season three, yeah. Yeah, that's where you, you should have just stopped there. Walking Dead is coming to an end, and all the Walking Dead universes, like the shows, take place around the same time with differences here and there. So I want to mm. watch it to like get the full universe of the Walking Dead. But so it's like, so what, how does the how does ten nuclear bombs going off in Texas affect the main group in normal Walking Dead? And then also you have uh, Walking Dead. Uh, world beyond which have just introduced the same people that took rick in the walking dead and it's like yeah i don't have to watch all this shit it's my problem with it it's like they're trying to copy what the mcu did and that is a giant cinematic universe basically because they're doing that because they're making the rick films isn't there yeah whereas for me i it just doesn't work like that I, I think The Walking Dead, the main show, needs at least another season. I don't know how they're going to wrap everything up. You should have Michonne that's fucked off. Obviously, she's going to turn up in the Rick's films. Yeah. Rick's fucked off. You have uh, Virgil and that woman that still needs to find the group. You have Rick into the Commonwealth. You still have the fucking Reapers. There's too much going on. This is the problem, is that they've dropped too much. You have the Commonwealth, you have the Reapers. And the problem is, is the Reapers got introduced in, like, those six bridging episodes that they produced after season 10 that they said were a part of season 10 they were like bonus episodes you can't do you know a storyline like this and wrap it up in 16 episodes and say yeah there we go at least it's 16 so at least there's some hope but i, I, I don't see it i think Obviously, it's 16 but I, I don't see it wrapping up very neatly doesn't sound like it will and also you know but but at the end of the day at least if the walking dead show is a disappointment there's always just the games to go back and play exactly that is 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 some top tier content the the telltale series yeah oh no 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 sorry season 11 has been supersized to include 24 episodes spanning two years oh fucking hell okay then so the season 11 will span um the time frame of two years with 24 episodes so it's essentially going to be another two seasons because normally it's about 16 episodes two seasons well this is it if they put the other four seasons other four episodes that they did on the in-between on this that would have been 28 episodes they could have cut that in half and had 14 episodes and then just done 13 seasons instead of 12 instead of 11 sorry 12 seasons instead of 11 maybe they didn't want to do the unlucky 13 but it wouldn't have been because i got it wrong it had been 12 seasons not 11 Mm -hmm. but then the rick film that would have tied it off would have been the 13th installment so ever since game of thrones i worry about rushed endings yeah the fact that they're doing it as a supersize though of 24 episodes i am a little hopeful (laughs) for because it does mean that they've got their time to do this right Mm -hmm. i just hope that it's not 
you know, a good 10 episodes of fucking filler and then the rest is story. Let's hope not. It just turns into an anime and we have a fucking season of filler. Oh, could you imagine The Walking Dead as an anime? Yeah, it'd be pretty fucking good. I mean, is that is that not just High School of the Dead? It is just High School of the Dead. It was a damn good show and it's such a shame that, like, the writer of the manga died so they could never produce more. They, they never would anyway because it was, uh, High School of the Dead wasn't very popular in Japan. It was really popular in the West but not re- in Japan so even though he died and would never really get more I don't think they were going to make more anyway. Yeah. Which is a shame because it, it, like obviously you know the memes and the fucking stupid boob physics and stuff. This is it. Like, it was damn good for what it was. The only thing that they could do is essentially reboot it and then end it at a suitable point. Mm. Mm, maybe. But yes considering The Walking Dead is doing a universe and as we said it's trying to copy the mcu and talking about the mcu have you guys watched the last two episodes because of the delay of the podcast because there were some technical issues with the last one we didn't get to do a episode featuring on the third episode of what if so today we'll be talking about the third episode and the fourth episode so have you watched both I have indeed. And episode three was... It was okay. It was... Yeah. It was... was, was, Compared to this newest episode, it was naff. Yeah. It wasn't wasn't too bad. It it had had some cool little ideas about it. And, you know, finally got to see Yellow Jacket being what he is. Yeah. Um, But... Hank Pym, should I say? Black Widow. Um, not by by the way. Odd that, innit? Oh yeah, it wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> Robert Downey Jr. and Scarlett Johansson and Chris Evans didn't voice their characters. Everyone else. Did. Yes, they didn't. Yeah, but they got they got some really good. Yeah, I I, I good, thought I I, I, I honestly felt. Yeah, I mean, it, it, to me, it sounded like him. Uh, I knew I knew it wasn't Scarlett Johansson, but I I got Black Widow out of her. Mm. So I was pretty happy with that. But yeah, it was it was, it was an interesting episode. I liked it least. up until the ending. To be fair, no one at the end when they're like, it has a cat and Captain Marvel, and they're like, yeah, oh. yeah. it's like, oh, obviously, you know, it's gonna be like these are going to be the new Avengers, and then they end it there. I'm like, that's just a big cock tease, man. I want to see that now. I mean, they could have just had a, a continuation. We could have got to see Cap and Captain Marvel. Yeah, it's like that as, uh, as a duo. I want to see that now. You've made me want to see Captain Marvel, and that doesn't happen a lot. <laughs> That is true. That is very true. Yeah, not... yeah. It was, was alright. Not was, many times I want to say it. It, it was an okay episode. Like, it's definitely the worst episode of the season so far, in my opinion. Oh, I don't know. I still say episode one's the worst. I really wouldn't. Like, I, for me, that episode just feels like I... filler. Because, as you said, they they do the cock tease of what's going to happen next. And it doesn't actually have a conclusion. The episode doesn't change a thing. Yes, the original Avengers died. But then, as we see at the end, they're building up a new team to take down Loki. So it isn't even what if the Avengers had died, because the fact is, what happens if the Avengers died? Nick Fury just sets up another team of Avengers. Future, like the fact Iron Man is dead, therefore, you know, he can't click Thanos out of his existence. And as we learned from Doctor Strange, that is the one way it would have happened. Yeah, yeah talking about the new episode, oh my god, that was really good. Um, the new episode is the far by, to in see, my opinion, to see, the best so far. To see how dark Doctor Strange could become if mm. if things were different, you know, had, had things been slightly different and he hadn't well, hadn't lost his hands let's just say that um yeah instead of that having his partner dying on him to see him fall into such a it's, such it's a depression also, it's interesting incredible. idea as well because when you look at it it's like dr strange was a nicer person in the episode mm. at the start yeah than he was in the film yeah but obviously yeah. he took her with her 
mm-hmm. interesting with that, and he was a nicer person, which led him to become more of a horrible person once he had powers, which I think yeah. is quite interesting in the film, obviously, and how we know him. He was an arsehole, and then because he was an arsehole, that's why he lost his hands, and that's why he Powers. And, he still and that was kind of rega- that was kind of like karma for him, yeah. Yeah, he said so this car. So his so his karma in this one was yeah, her dying. I I loved Sad. the scene when Christine was dying and he was there trying to bargain with the watcher and the watcher was like, no, <laughs> well, it was like fuck yeah. right off me. <laughs> yeah, that was quite cool. It was really. I I, 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 I it's like it was a damn good episode it was such a good episode and the fact that they keep teasing the tentacle monster coming out of the portal it does kind of make me wonder have they got plans for this tentacle monster in I future think, marvel i think when if they potentially like it's crossover stuff because obviously you got the end mm. of uh, the episode one when captain carter goes with fury i reckon they'll do a big avengers team from like different universes and i think that the big bad that but i've got to say it was honestly it was an amazing episode it was outstanding i the voice acting like in the car when he he died and he was like no 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 and you could hear the emotion in voice like a lot of the voice acting i'd say they've nailed the voices and got them on right but a lot of it has felt very emotionless and just like they're talking the lines Whereas mm-hmm. Benedict Cumberbatch really fucking nailed the emotion in this. What I think, what I think, the thing is with Benedict though, because he is a theatre actor, he knows mm. how to do those things. Whereas a lot of the voice oh, yeah. actors are just actors, so they just sort of are so used to just saying the lines. Because that's the thing, Loki in episode three as well, his voice acting outshined everyone else's, and he it was yeah. only a small little bit part. But yeah. again. Theatre actor. Yeah, Tom Hiddleston. Does That's it. It's, it's the, the, the theatre actor in them is is what makes them shine above them all, mm. and and I love that. But yeah, I I would say just just to, honestly just to be able to see how dark Strange could become, you know, and mm. what lengths he would go to to get somebody back that's an absolute death. Is, Which also has me slightly concerned for um, No Way Home. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I was just thinking yeah. about that because the thing is, he lies to Wong. Gives Peter Dwink and then he just does this spell, you know. Like he is a man of science with magical hands. He's also as we all know with as well. Yeah, but this is it though. Because he's a man of science, he's arrogant. Because the thing is, knowledge is infinite. So you're gonna keep on wanting to know more. And that is a dangerous path to go down because your pursuit in knowledge and pursuit for information, you'll do anything to know these answers because a man of science. Yeah. So it's quite an amazing take on it, and it was so good to see Strange fighting Strange. That was nice. Yeah. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I only think that you know we may we might get to see a bit more darker bits of Strange in the future, and I would like to see that. I also like that we got to hear from the Watcher. Yes. Yeah, I like I like his little monologue of like thinking like should he help or not. That was pretty cool. Mm. Yeah. So he's actually a character. Like, I, I could, I could warn him, because this is can it. I, like, can, I, can I sacrifice one universe for, for many? Other? Like, like, if that. you remember in Guardians of the Galaxy two, there are actually Watchers at the end yeah. of that. They yeah. are. It's not just a character for the what if scenario to narrate. It's mm. not just a narrator. It's an actual fucking character that exists. Yeah. Yeah. And, and one of them. Oh, it does feel weird though watching new Marvel products without having Stanley. That is a bit weird. Yeah, still. it is. It is. But at the same time, 
it was going to happen someday. I, I like it the was. idea of uh, replacing his cameos with Deadpool. <laughs> yeah. Deadpool just I, pops up in every Marvel yeah. movie. Yeah. Like, I, I want, I you know what I want? I want Deadpool to dress up as Where's Wally, and then you've got to find him in the movies. <laughs> I, like, I I just like the idea because obviously you get you get Stan Lee and him, like just doing things like when he's on the bus or whatever. I just like the idea of just seeing Deadpool just pop up in like let's say the, when Fantastic Four comes out, Deadpool's just like on a bus just reading a book. And it's just like isn't back. I think that's what they should do if they want to keep the cameo thing going. You know what? You know what it'd be? It would be Deadpool. It would be Deadpool on a bus reading Hugh Jackman's autobiography. <laughs> That's what that's what they should do. That, that's what they should yeah, do. like for me, it's going to be weird because the problem is, is with the MCU, it takes itself very seriously. Yeah, you have comedy movies like Guardians of the Galaxy, for Ragnarok, and stuff like that. But the problem is, is Deadpool breaks the fourth wall, and it's been very known that the MCU is an actual established universe it takes itself as reality within its own universe so bringing deadpool into that universe is gonna feel a bit weird but deadpool's already broken the timeline for himself using the watch (laughs) so that's true very much part of you see what we're doing in this 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 uh new new sort of series did you watch the uh did you watch the youtube video tom uh, Deadpool and Korg. Yes, I oh, did. They, that um, was brilliant. Where they reviewed Frieger. Yeah, works perfectly. So I, I have yeah. no, uh, only qualm I have with Deadpool is the writers because I don't like Bob's Burgers. And yeah, mm-hmm. and they're writing the show, but uh, writing the film. But other than that, I have. I think Deadpool will be fine in Disney. I think they understand yeah. what makes Deadpool good, and that's why he's still got an eighteen. Well, also because um, even though yes, the right. Brian has a lot of creative freedom when it comes to it as well. Yeah, um, yeah, he, he does. Has a massive say in what is written and what is done because Ryan's going to have the, the final say for for most of it. Mm. Yeah, so, yeah, Def- definitely, definitely looking forward to see where that sort of fits. Okay, so apparently, episode five of What If is meant to be four if four went to Las Vegas. <laughs> Mm, okay. Party for party for. It's just gonna get drunk all the time, then, isn't it? I bet, just yeah, be black I, Jack I and hookers. If, if he gets yeah. drunk and doesn't fulfill his duties, what happens then? I guess. Mm. Yeah, he yeah. because the thing is, in the first four film, he he landed, didn't he? And he wasn't worthy, and he had to re-become worthy. He's going to be put in essentially the city of sin. You know, so much temptation. Yeah. <laughs> we shall see how that goes because that's quite that's quite a mundane story compared to the, the deepness and like the pain yeah. watch for this week's. <laughs> yeah, but I was strange. But if you think about it, with what if so far, you had the Captain Carter episode, which I, as we all agreed, was a good starting episode. It wasn't anything mind blowing. It was a good starting episode, and we got to Charla as Star Lord, fucking ten out of ten banging episode. Then we got what happened if the Avengers died, mediocre episode. And then we got Doctor Strange if Strange went evil, banging 10 out of 10 episodes. So I've got a weird feeling that the four episodes going to be a mediocre episode. Mm. Let's hope hope we're pleasantly surprised, though. I'd love Yeah, it to be an absolute fucking banger. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, Do we have the rest of the ones for the Marvel? I don't know, because they haven't really announced... I think they're announcing it week by week. That's all good. I've just seen. Uh, okay, I've got them. It's so it's gonna go. So we just had Dark Not Strange, Episode Five, Party Four, Episode Six, Tony Stark and Killmonger, Episode Seven, Marvel Zombies, Episode Eight, uh, Tony Stark on Sakaar, 
episode nine, Infinite Ultron. Oh, so we are getting the Ultron episode. Okay. I heard there was going to be 10 episodes. What's 10? I don't know. It didn't say. Or 10 is the behind the scenes episode, like what they've been doing with all of them. Yeah, probably. Me. I'm looking forward to Marvel Zombies though, because I've, 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 that's the episode that's going to fe- feature heavily Spider-Man, and you know, I'm all about mm. Spider-Man. Yeah. And obviously Marvel Zombies is like, yeah, absolutely, love to see it. I would as well, to be honest. It's the one that I've been wanting to see because the Marvel Zombies comic was great. So that's only two ways, so we don't even. So. Last podcast, we put out a message on Twitter, didn't we? Asking our weekly question. The weekly question was, basically, what was your favourite indie game? Nice. Caleb, you said yours was Everyone Goes to Dracula. Joe, yours was... What was Fire yours again? Firewall Inside. Yeah, we have had a reply. So, big shout out to Big Boss Games on Twitter. Their favourite indie game is Stardew Valley. <laughs> Which we spoke about last episode. Which we did. Somewhat talk about Did that. we mean... Did, no, did we mention Stardew Valley? No, we didn't talk about I'm confusing Destiny talk. Than no, podcast. we didn't talk about it. Yes, we, we, we spoke about, about... <laughs> Yeah. We talked we about talk... it while playing Destiny. We spoke about talking about it on the podcast. We did. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so it's quite amazing that the guy, you know... Uh, mentioned Stardew Valley because it was always planned anyway. But yeah, no. Well, it wasn't uh, planned. Yeah. I think it ended up becoming planned, but yes. Yeah. But yeah, no, Stardew Valley, great game. I love the visuals to that game. Like, it's so cartoony and, like, it's just simple and nice, you know. But yes, big shout out to Big Boss Games on Twitter. Thank you for commenting. And if anyone else and... would like a shout out, please... Answer yes. Yes. Each week we put out questions, or, or even just just send us send us a message on you know, quick DM on on Twitter, or, or just leave us a tweet. And yeah. uh, if we like it, we'll shout you out. The boys. Shout out to the boys. <laughs> shout out from them. <laughs> yeah, you shout to the boys, and you get a shout out from the boys. Just a lot of boys shouting. It feels like Dragon Ball Z at this point. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So. I was about to ask something and I just went completely brain dead. That's it. Resident Evil, have you seen the set photos for the new film? Nope. I have. What do you I think? I like even Jogo as casting because I liked him from Victorious. Uh, Is he the one who's playing... Um... He's playing Leon. Leon. Uh, yeah, a lot I of people like said... The mustache, though. I don't like the moustache. He doesn't look like Leon, but then again, if you take into account that the recent Leon live-action representation looked like Leon, but was nothing like Leon. I would be happy if the characters were just accurate in how they were personality-wise. Mm. Claire looks nice, though. Like, the red yeah. jacket, everything, you know. Uh, and the fact that they're in the mansion looks so good as well. It is the mansion, isn't it, they're in? Yeah, they're in, yeah there's screenshots of uh, the other... I thought I recognised it, yeah. Mansion, yeah. See, my issue with, with doing Resident Evil live-action is how are they going to... Are they just going to follow the games? Because can you fucking imagine seeing Resident Evil Village live-action? Like, I don't think that they could do it. you also got to think as well, who would they cast as, you know, big titty vampire lady? Do you not know her name? Is that why you called her that? <laughs> No, I know her name. I just can't pronounce it. Too many vowels. Too many vowels. I'm dyslexic. Lady Dem, Lady Dem, Lady Demimes, Lady Demimestri. No. Lady dominate me. Step on me, senpai. But no. Yeah, like 
who would they get to play her? Like, Maybe. seriously. Uh, the chick, yeah. why don't I actually have a rather tall lady? Fuck it, oh, get no. Ryan Reynolds to play her. <laughs> he can do anything. Well, just to my point, like, not only, like, he got cast in like that, but also, like, I get that Resident Evil is horror, but how, like, because in Resident Evil Village, there's, like, a weird giant fetus baby monster thing. Yeah, that but swallows I think, you. I think, well, I think they could do Biohazard quite well, then. Yeah, but I think... What, Seven? Would be good. Yeah, Seven would be good. Yeah. Because their monsters are relatively tame, but the issue with Resident Evil, it kind of started getting over the top. Mm, yeah. So they still the original but, games, fair play. Like, that's easy enough to do. Oh, but the problem is, is, as you said... Cinematic. But they did that. They created their own cinematic universe with the previous Resident Evil films know, with Alice, like and that. it sucked. Well, <laughs> it only sucked because people didn't understand it properly. And also, then they tried to then bring the game and it just didn't. Yeah. They should have just kept it. This was the problem. Separate. That was the problem, was they tried making the games in with it. And, like, that's why the first Listen. few films of the, of the live action, like One and Apocalypse, were great. One and Apocalypse were good films. Like, you could tell it was a movie inspired by a game, not based on a game. And that's what they should have been, and they should have remained. I mean, you think about the Marvel Cinematic Universe, it's inspired by the Marvel comics. It's not 100% accurate because they take parts of, of it. Like, I mean, for instance, the Loki series, you know, Sylvie, she's part, part as Sylvie the Enchantress and part as Lady, Lady Loki. So they kind of mixed the two characters together. And yeah, no, I. I agree. So, and, and that's what they've done with them. The problem is with the live-action Resident Evil movies is the same problem with the games. And that is they didn't know when to quit and didn't know where to stop, as Joe was just saying, you know. Like, yeah. you got Lady Demetrescu. Did I pronounce that right? Yes, you did it. Fucking yes, Lady Demetrescu. I think that's how you pronounce it. I'm going with that. Yeah, Lady Demetrescu. She transforms into a giant fucking dragon. A dragon! And then you have werewolves? Vampires? Like, what happened to just, like, the, you know, like, the titan-sized monster things and zombies, you know? That was Resident Evil. Mutation. Mm. It's, it feels like a Bloodborne game with Resident Evil slapped on it with Resident Evil characters. Yeah, it's because, like, I'm not the biggest Resident Evil fan in the world, like, gameplay-wise, because me as a game mod doesn't get along with, like, classic Resident Evil gameplay. Of like tech controls, <laughs> yeah, and it's like you have to stop to shoot and that kind of stuff like that. Yeah. I don't really get along with it, but I, I as a person, understand that is scarier than just oh look, here's a fucking gigantic fifty feet monstrosity of blood. And it's like ah, yay, yeah, because it's the tension. It's the tension. You're having to stand still, fixed camera points. You don't know what's around that corner, so it adds the tension. It's the fear of your own imagination. Like you know, you you have to stand still to shoot a zombie. You're like, do I shoot the zombie? Do I run? If I run, there could be a zombie around the corner. I don't know. You know. Whereas now you have free movement of the cameras and all of this, and it does take away the horror aspect a little. I can understand their reason to go first. It, it, it kind of made sense for them to do that. And it worked really well with Biohazard. Biohazard should yeah. have just been the last one and they should have just stopped there. Or they should have just done like they should have done a continuation of that, which I know this is kind of like a continuation of it, because it's still Ethan and it's it's a continuation of his story. But how how are dragon zombies? I mean also wasn't Resident Evil about zombies. Not, yeah, quick question. You know, it's, it's all about the Z, it was all about the Z virus, the Z virus, and all Yes. Is Kayla breaking up on your headset? Uh, a little bit. Am I breaking up? Oh. Yeah, my bad. A little bit. There you are. Don't know. Don't know what was going on there. There you go. Possibly my connection. 
more than anything. Possibly. Yeah, no, it's just basically that, that, you know, it used to be about zombies, it used to be about mutation, you know, and all of that, and now you've got dragons, werewolves and shit. It's just, it did need to stop at some point, because the problem is, is they're going the same route with everyone, and they're having to reinvent themselves, and I get that, you know, it was called Biohazard in Japan, where it originated from, so it's just Biohazard, you know, Resident Evil, Evil Living Within, Resident evil but at the same time when you've established a series being something for so long it's a bit jarring when you go by the way there's now werewolves it's like this isn't a lovecraftian thing this is science you know it's not magic it's science and that's my issue with resident evil currently they need to stop calling it resident evil really if they remove the idea of ethan and all the other things okay to do resident evil in it and just had it as a monster town and you had to work it all out and all of that and just called the game The Village. Because that's the problem. The game is advertised as The Village and I feel like it's called The Village subtitle Resident Evil, not Resident Evil subtitle Village. It feels they're, more yeah, like... Yeah, they're, they're making... They're trying to make is. a whole new series, but it's within the Resident Evil universe is kind of what they're trying to do, which I understand that. And if you think of it that way, yeah, they're not bad games, but also Village was just really, really bad. It was just a really bad game. Yeah, but the problem is, is when you then bring in characters from previous Resident Evil games into the essentially spin-off games, because as we said, like it's called Village Resident Evil, not Resident Evil Village, because Village is the one in the big title. Well, because Village, because it's, it's the reason why it's Village is because it has eight in it. Yeah, they can get the number eight in there to make it Resident Evil Eight. Like Biohazard, they had it at the 7 in Biohazard. Yeah, but you didn't have that with Resident Evil 4, 5, or 6. Well, no, because they were Resident Evil 4, 5, and 6, that's why. Mm. And 4, yeah, 4 was kind of meh in my eyes. 5 yeah. was, again, very meh. 6, mm. I think 6 was the worst of the of those three. You've got the yeah. original trilogy, which is just, they're just you know, cult classics at this point. And, of course, have all been remade, which is really cool. Four, a lot of people loved, a lot of people hated. I'm kind of indifferent with it. Five, I completely, I hundred percented, but it was hilarious to kill Wesker with a with an input. Was, was four the African one? No, that was five. That was five. Oh, with I Sheva. didn't like that one. Five was Sheva and uh, Chris. I didn't like that one. Four, four was Leon in basically a village. Basically, four is village. That's, that's what, that's what four was. Like the last Resident Evil game I enjoyed was the one in the boat. Dead aim. Yeah, you're on a boat, and um, it was if it's all just set on a boat, then yeah, dead aim was that one. Well, you go to an island. I know five. um, I know five. You're on the boat. Yeah, and four, you do ride a boat. (laughs) And if you shoot, if you shoot in the water, as a massive fish that kills you. It was a first person. It was first person, wasn't it? No, I'm pretty sure the one on the boat is dead aim because I own dead aim. No, it's like the whole thing like takes place on a massive like cruise ship. Yeah, that's dead aim. It's not, I'm telling you. <laughs> Where's my... I'm, I'm in the wrong room for my Xbox. I can't tell you what it's called. Resident Evil... Well, it's not the original, because the original was in the house, was in the mansion. Uh, Two was Raccoon City. Three was Raccoon City. Four is a village. Five is Africa, and then they do go on a big boat. Six is multiple stories. You have three campaigns. Well, you got the Queen Zenobia uh, cruise ship. It, maybe, it, can't, it can't be a number title, then, because none of the number titles... Just stayed on a boat the entire time. Was it Revelations? Revelations. Yeah, I like that one. Yes, yes, Revelations. I had that on 3DS, or was that Revelations 2? I think it might have been 3DS. Oh, my 
god. Yeah, I had Revelations. Gone. Yeah, yeah, I've played Revelations. It was it was an okay game, Revelations. That's, that's the one I last enjoyed last time. I can't remember when where that came. Like in the uh, uh I, tr- I don't remember. I mean, it's I have it's no a stand. It's, a, it's it's kind of a standalone thing at this. I don't point. know. It's not part of the normal uh, titles. Revelations it's a side, it's a side game. Let's have a look. So yeah, according to time. the timeline, oh god, that's a messed up timeline. <laughs> is it, as bad as <laughs> it makes Kingdom Hearts look linear as fuck. Okay. Oh yeah, I, I, yeah, I see that. You've just looked it up. Yeah, yeah I think I think it either came just before or just after five. Yeah, I think I'm gonna I want to say after five because I remember playing that after I played five. But yeah, I didn't like five, but I liked Revelations. Five was okay in co-op. Revelations because... is based in 2004 to 2005. It takes place after four. Oh, okay, so it was before five. Fair enough. It leads I think, up to five. I'm not gonna lie, I did not think we'd actually talk about Resident Evil on the podcast. This is what you get when you come to this podcast. You don't know what you're gonna get. But all, uh, it's everything, it's all everything. that is guaranteed for these podcasts is cringe and Tom. <laughs> there is well, not been any. Well, no, you guarantee you guarantee you're guaranteed a weekly FIFA story. You're guaranteed what if for now. You're guaranteed potentially, actually not potentially, you're not guaranteed, but you're potentially gonna get a cat story. And then, yes, you'll definitely get cringe and you'll definitely get top. Speaking of that, yeah. fuck it, we'll move on from Resident Evil. We'll go into Joe's Fever stories. Go for <laughs> Joe's Fever story. Go for it. Uh, yeah, so not a bad week this week, actually, with FIFA. I beat D- So Dylan won our first match. He's uh, he's decided his team on FIFA is Man United. Because uh-huh. I, stick, I stick with Leicester. Because I, I, I know how they play and I can play them well. Dylan has discovered his, his Man United. First game, he beat me 3-2. So not too bad thrashed him two games in a row and i was like nice. i am here it is t- the time has come <laughs> i must now only defeat leo when i see him issue of that was because i beat him two two times in a row we're like cool time to go for a cigarette break come back in and now fifa works like when you're playing against your friend like on the same tv it will keep track of how many games you've won each like in that session Yep. So when so when we went out for the sig, it was one win to deal, two didn't two wins to me. I swear to God, I think FIFA learns and knows what's going on, because the, when we came back and that game we played when we came back, the game fucking loved Dylan. Every <laughs> my players would not do anything without me controlling them, and when I did control them, they still wouldn't listen to the things I was fucking pressing the buttons on the controller. Right. So okay. I went from a, such a high of beating Dylan twice in a row to him thrashing me five nil, and I swear the game knew, knew and like that I just beat him twice in a row and felt pity on him. It was like I wasn't even the controller wasn't even connected to my Xbox. It was atrocious. That's awful. But still, I had the highs of the two ta- the two wins. Now I just need to see. Oh, the fact is, you're getting better. Win. That's that's that was that's what's matters. You're getting better. I am. It, it's it, it's we're having much more fun in games where it's not one person is winning six nil all the time. Mm. Yeah, so we're having, yeah, you're having, getting you're getting tighter games and games. Yeah, yeah. Which is it's what you want. You you want you want those kind of games because it does make it a lot more fun. We are we are some point soon thinking about when we both got time to sit down because on FIFA the match lengths are as default a six minute either side. Yeah. So it's a twelve minute match. You can max it out to uh, twenty minutes each side, so it yes. has a forty minute game. So we're thinking about if we, at some point when we've got time to do that. But I'm like, I don't know if I've got the fucking energy for that. Energy for forty minutes of playing. Because I get because yeah. watching football normally I get stressed. FIFA I get stressed way more because <laughs> I'm not controlling them what's happening. I get so stressed. So like, I don't know if I can, my body can cope with forty minutes of that much stress. <laughs> but if but if we do do it, I, I will that. definitely talk about it on the podcast. I think we'll need to have a game at some point, Joe. 
It'll probably thrash me though, because I, I haven't played FIFA in a very long time. And the new the latest one I've tried I tried and I, I can't defend for shit. Mm, Cannot defend hard. to save my goddamn life. Defending is hard on FIFA. I think I, I think they've done it on purpose. I don't know why they've done that, but it's much more easy to be on offense than defense. Mm. And I've even tried I've even tried to do it like you know, in the training and stuff and learning how to do it, and I'm just like, nope, it just doesn't want to work. Yeah, understand completely. Mm. Yeah, that's uh, that's that's Joe's FIFA update for the week. I beat Dylan twice. He beat me twice, but I think the game is biased towards Dylan. <laughs> be fair, I don't think it's biased towards Dylan. I just think the game doesn't like you, which is annoying considering it's on my fucking Xbox. It's my fucking game. Pass. <laughs> <laughs> my Xbox and my Game Pass, and it's still like, yeah, fuck you, mate. Oh fucking hell. Oh shit. So just literally, I've just seen a tweet of it right now. Uh, HBO's live action of uh, Walking Dead TV show is filming its first episode, just finished. Oh, I'm nice! No, they're having uh, Pedro Casca- Castell, who played um, what, what was Tom known from? He, he's the Mandalorian. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, he's Joel, um, one of the characters from Game of Thrones. So, I, I don't think even you watched Game of Thrones, have you? Uh, I have, I've uh, seen the odd episode. Uh, Little Bear, the little girl that leads that family, yeah, she's, yeah, yeah, she's Ella, and then there's not very really been any other like major castings for that but neil Druckmann, the guy that actually did the walking dead for oh yeah is is writing it so mm. pedro pascal's actually a person who i wanted who was in my running to play nathan drake in the thingy i wanted him as nathan drake i could see it instead we have the it. living baby tom holland yeah i don't know what to think about that because the thing is if you've seen tom holland recently he has grown up a bit with how he looks it still um, looks like a kid, though. I still think they should. Still just looks like him. he's fourteen. They should just still casted uh, Nathan Fillion, man. Because yeah. did you see? Did you see the fan film he did? Yes, I did. I he's loved still, that. That was so that. good. So just cast Nathan Fillion, man. Yeah, I, I, it's not just because I have an obsession with Nathan Fillion because I adore the, the human being that is him. But like, it's the, because of him. his age. It's as sad as it is, but it is because of his age, which sucks. But, they, but also, that, they've also just shot themselves in the foot because if it's because of his age, but they're also now stuck only making if they if they want to make it a series, they can only make young Nathan Drake films because Tom Holland is not going to look any older than that, is it? Let's be honest. He's the look thing is, he's like 50. the thing is, they wanted uh, to do a young Nathan Drake because it was meant to be before the games. So yeah, essentially, the movie is it, canon it's to be a before yeah. the games. Also, Nathan Drake was only ever created because they decided Lara Croft couldn't be the only one, couldn't be the only adventurer. Fun fact, actually, Nathan Drake, uh, Uncharted, Uncharted was actually meant to be Zack and Daxter Four. Um, because they wanted to go more to a realistic look for the game series, but the company weren't too big up in arms about it, and then it ended up becoming Uncharted. Yep, I do know that. We'll carry on this conversation in a sec, but something just popped into my head that I I completely forgot about, which is still related to uh, gaming, but uh, Xbox is now the official sponsor for England's football team. They are. Oh, nice. I yeah, saw yeah. the uh, I saw the announcement after you told me. Which is yeah, because we spoke about it on Destiny, and it's like we did. That, that's really cool, but also it's going to be really strange watching England match and seeing an Xbox logo on it. On well, t-shirt. I'm going to be buying I'm going to be buying the shirt with an oh, Xbox yeah, logo I'll on it. Get that. <laughs> yeah, so that's I think that's that's really in like as an American company to sponsor the, the England team. Yeah, <laughs> this, this really just random anyway, like a games 
console company. Like, and the thing is, it's, it's apparently it's 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 a multi-year deal. We don't know how many years, but it's multi-year. Yeah. So we could be seeing it for the next two, three World Cups. Who knows? It's like on one hand, it makes sense because obviously, you no, know, you play FIFA, football, Xbox, blah 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 blah. blah. Then also, it's like it's so strange because like, you don't understand if it was if Microsoft sponsored them, but Xbox is the sub part of microsoft it's just yeah it's really interesting and i w- would like to see where that goes well from you, cl- you, cl- you, you clearly know the next uh fifa game is it's going to be an xbox exclusive well no it won't be an xbox exclusive yeah, but, uh, it, 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 but the thing is because we get ea play with with game pass we're just going to get it brand we're going to get it free day one yeah it's just we're just going to get that and then england's going to be like the the, the main team it's going to like mm. be the big team. They'll have big, probably have like Harry Kane all over the front. Mm. Yeah. Still being our captain for now. Oh, their, their partnership has launched a message when everyone plays, we all win. So I imagine it's sticking with the theme of uh, anti-racism stuff that football. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that makes sense. I can see that. I'm actually really happy that football are finally taking that approach with the anti-racism thing because it's been such a big issue within football for such a long time and I'm so fucking happy that uh, they're finally moving yeah. forward with it. I mean, I'm, I'm I'm happy they're doing it, but I can already tell you now it's still never gonna get never gonna change. Mm. People are still going to be how they are. I mean, you look at the, the, the England's Euro challenge in the final, yes, we had three um there's no no nicer way of putting it, but three black footballers in a row miss their penalty. Mm. And the entirety of the British population, well not the entirety, but a lot of the British population absolutely flamed them and were racist and absolutely horrible to them it was disgusting and then and then the premier league has started and those same guys everyone's going oh you know we, we love you we love you we love you and it's, it's like it's just it's, 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 it's it, annoyingness of just like why it's just ridiculous it's herd mentality it is completely herd mentality uh the illusionist uh darren brown actually proved this with an experiment that he did and it was he gave everyone a mobile phone and he recorded a guy's day okay and everyone yeah everyone would vote whether good things or bad things would happen to him and every time something bad happened people found it funny and they kept voting and they recorded two separate outcomes for the guy and they essentially ended up voting this guy to his death. The whole audience felt bad about it afterwards. And with football, with the racism online, it's so easy for herd mentality. You see other people commenting, you think it's perfectly fine, and you just you don't see the harm you're doing. And it's mm-hmm. the same concept. It's also just a horrible problem anyway, because, again, this is where we're talking about football and racism on the podcast. But um, I was watching a video earlier about some of the teams in Italy and... Uh, Russia and it's just it's the same everywhere man it, like that yeah. doesn't excuse it at all but it's just like it's such a fucking massive problem everywhere mm-hmm. in the world it is it's just like yeah it's upsetting to see because obviously you see like the things when people take a knee at the start of games it's like this is what we fucking like to see this is great and yeah. then all the, the nice phrases and stuff then it's just like you go to fucking Russia and you see a football match where they're literally booing black people off the pitch it's like great fucking love it sick thank you world the problem is like it feels like you're taking you know three steps forward but five steps back, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Inclusion, fucking brilliant, you know? Actually, you know, punishing those who were were in the league who were actively racist towards other staff or colleagues, help teammates, however you put it, I don't know. But yeah, actual punishment for those involved as well was fucking brilliant. But, But the problem is you can't do background checks on people buying tickets and showing up to an event. 
and that is the problem. Is the the problem is, is well, that it, football, you know, it's it's uh, it is herd mentality. It, yeah. Um, uh, unfortunately, the issue is is it's a fucking it's not a very nice truth, but unfortunately, it's never gonna ever gonna go away nope. because there's always arseholes and always there is always gonna be arseholes. There, there are some there are some people in this world that they look at football and they go hooliganism is part of football. Yeah, and it's but that's not hooliganism. That is just downright like racial abuse. Yeah, yeah, and yes. We've had racial abuse, you know, forever, and it's never ever going to go away. You're you using know, the more and more we talk about it as an absolutely. excuse for racial, you know, cultism, essentially. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, it's stop like, using that as an excuse. It it's like what I mean. You, you go to the pub with your mates, get drunk, and you push each other around. There you go. That's but that is not the same level as being racist to a player in football hooliganism. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Last time Leicester played, I, there was a guy who was near my work. And this guy beat up another person outside near my work. And it was like, what the hell? It's like, mm. and this, and Leicester won. And it was the left, and it was a Leicester fan that beat someone else up. I'm like, you should be happy you won, you know? Like, why are you beating up someone else? It's, it's just, yeah, it's ridiculous. I want to I say, like, you know, English fans are the worst and all that, but it's really not because if it's, it's not just England fans, that's the thing. It's, it's just like just England, but it is a lot of everywhere in the world is awful. <laughs> I mean, we we yeah. are we are not we are not we are not we're probably one of the worst, but it, it is everywhere. It is absolutely yeah. everywhere. Doesn't matter what country you're in, you go watch a football game, you are likely to hear some racial slur of some some form. It comes from the working mm. class team, and yeah. somewhere along the line, the working class have been tricked into thinking that's the way they need to act. Yeah, when it should they it should be the complete opposite. Well, they, they think they're entitled. And you also get it, what what baffles my fucking brain is you get people that are racist in football matches for whatever reason, not realizing that the fucking team they support are owned by like multi billionaires from yep. places like Qatar and Saudi Arabia and like yeah. Asia. And it's like you really <laughs> oh, it makes no sense. Yep. Yeah, like Leicester's, it, own, Leicester's owned by a Thai company. You know, Man, Man City are owned by a Abu Dhabi prince. But that just shows the intelligence level of a racist, though. Yeah, sure, fucking idiots. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Luckily, me and fucking Tom have never had to deal with that because, but you know, but you know, it's, you, you hear it all the time. Uh, right? You say that you I have, have actually have had racial slurs said to me before, and it is like it is fucking bad. You have people in the world that you know they they are. They'll be absolutely racist, but then they'll go, do you know what? I absolutely love Mr. Khan down the road. You know, he, he owns the shop down the road. Think, He's amazing. That, that's why they think it's okay. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. At the end of the day, know, I, 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 know, agree... I know one guy and I think he's cool, but the majority, are, yeah, I don't like him. Like, at the end of the day, my sister's boyfriend's black. That kind of shit. Yeah, that yeah, kind of shit. Where you yeah, use well, it like, as an excuse and it's like, no. Like, I, I mean, like, I, I could say the same. Like, I can't be racist because I'm half Indian, but actually, I can be racist. I could be fully racist to people. If Not anything, that I am because if anything, horrible. using the excuse that you're half Indian to be racist is more racist because you're yeah. using your own race as a get-out clause ex- to as be an, racist. Ex- yeah. yeah, absolutely. <laughs> As an excuse to to say, yeah, well, you know, I'm I'm exempt because I'm not being racist. I'm being stereotypical. No, you're just being downright racist. So, uh, during the, in the previous episodes where Tom said we talked about important issues, mm-hmm. I think we need to change <laughs> <laughs> change that to this one because we've just spoke for like twenty minutes about racism. What a nerd. <laughs> the, the thing um, is, you know, though, like, it's, where it's, else it's, you it's, it's a big, it's a big subject. 
It's a big it subject. is a very big subject. And the thing is, it does... It's, yes, football isn't typically a nerd subject because that it's more faced towards, you know, as you said, the working class, your more blokey bloke, lad lad type of people, you know, not the scrawny, pencil-pushing, stereotypical nerds, you know, the comic book reader. You know, and but the thing, yeah, yeah, (laughs) (laughs) don't, don't, don't. You're overweight and you play video games. Yeah, I'm scrawny as fuck and I read comics. Okay, I I also watch football though. I'm bloke bloke. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. This is it. You want? I play video games. I'm not scrawny, but I'm not fat. I, I'm I'm the least lad lad in this here, and yet I've probably got the most lad lad vocabulary. That's because you're dandy, dandy, baby. I'm dandy, baby. (laughs) Exactly. The world has been focused on boobs for too long, but you know what? They're truly missing the booty. Damn straight, man. <laughs> but no, it do, the thing is, though, the racism is an important issue because it also transcends into nerd culture as well, especially with cosplay. Like cosplay, yeah. you get so much shaming in cosplay if someone of color cosplays a ca- cosplays a character because you're like, well, you you can't cosplay this character because of this, and it's like, no, cosplay is for everyone. They can fucking cosplay if they feel fucking great and look fucking great, then they're fucking yeah. great. Just leave them the fuck alone. People can be happy yeah. doing what they love. I mean, I can I can comment on people whether they do a good cosplay or a bad cosplay. I don't comment on whether they're doing a bad cosplay because of their race. I comment yeah. on they're doing a bad cosplay because it looks bad. You know that that to me is yeah. That's that's the way that I judge people. I don't judge people in their race because that is just no. I like I I've been where those people. I've been racially abused as a kid. You know I was massively mm. racially abused as a kid. I lived in I lived on Melton Road. So you know Melton Road, of course. If anybody knows Leicester, which if any anyone listening knows Leicester, is predominantly Indian and a white boy down. Going to a school that's predominantly Indian, I was called everything, left, right, and center. I was massively bullied because I looked white. Though I have an Indian dad, I understood exactly what they were saying because they were trying to speak in that they were speaking in Gujarati and Hindi and things. And I understood that as a kid, and mm. it was horrible. So I would never ever want to do that to somebody else, exactly. and I never would because I've been where they are, and it's not nice. And if I don't like it, why would I do it to somebody else? Exactly. It's, end of the day, end of the day, I'm no better than they are. It's the same. It's the same with me with my disabilities. Like I've had my head shoved into railings. I've been called everything under the sun. Even in like my own workplace, a uh, member of the public because I've got cerebral palsy and all that. I've got a limp. Walked past me and went out my way, flip flop. And it's like that itself. That's just fucking hateful, man. You know. Yeah. And I felt yeah. so fucking insecure afterwards about my leg after he said mm. that for the rest of the day. And it is that shit, you know? Like, I know, like, go, like, you're, com- you're comfortable, like, with us making jokes about your weight and all that. It's an obvious thing. But at the same time, you know, if someone you don't know uh, that you're not comfortable with that sort of thing does that shit, it's not okay. Mm-hmm. And that's the thing. The issue is, is, bigotry does transcend all forms of culture whether it's nerd culture whether it's football culture whether it's hooliganism whether it's you know politics or even just general comedy in tv and that's the problem is that we've grown up in a generation where certain jokes have been shown in tv and that it seemed and deemed to be okay and this then brings back into a few weeks ago with cancel culture that you know well we should cancel it 
that you shouldn't cancel it because for the same reason why, you know, Hitler's taught in schools and all of that, because it is a part of history. Mm, yep. And what you learn very, very quickly is that nine percent of history is fucking horrible. Yeah. yeah. Yep. The world's oh, a fucked is. up place. <laughs> well, it's all, it's all because God gave humans free will. Funny enough, though, we've got to fuck it all up. This stuff, one thing is actually happening today that actually goes along with both themes of being an arsehole and the nerd culture is the uh, Twitch today. Have you seen about what's happening with Twitch today? No. No, uh, is lot- this the uh, guy that groomed girls? Oh, no, that's a completely different fucking shit thing. No. Uh, okay, today, we'll do your thing first. <laughs> a lot of streamers today aren't streaming on Twitch today. They've all made, they're doing a boycott of Twitch today because. There's an issue happening right now of um, bots spamming people's chats with loads of racist abuse. And Twitch has not done anything about it. So a lot of the big streamers today are not streaming today to see if Twitch will actually fucking get off the In protest. Yeah. Fucking play to them. Which the fact that they haven't done anything yet anyway baffles me because you know, Twitch is owned by Amazon. Mm. Fucking multi-billion dollar company. Yep. Thing is, how big are the Twitch uh, streamers that are some of them, some boycotting? Some have been small. And that's it. You need a quite to get like their attention. You need quite a large amount to do it. Yeah. So that's 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 happening today. So it kind of goes hand in hand with both the things we've been talking yeah. about. Yeah. Mm. It's why I stopped playing um, Among Us. Yeah. It's there is an issue of it in game. No, like no Rocket League. Rocket League is fucking horrible. For that kind of thing. Yeah. It really is. There is so GTA. much. Oh my god, GTA. There is so much bigotry in that. Not the game itself. Well, game has it in there, but the culture of the players in there. Like, they are quite active. Like, they'll send you horrible racist messages, bigot- bigoted messages, or even just shit. Like, you know. For example, I- I'm British. We all know I'm British. A guy once uh, called me a fucking tea sucker because I'm British, I drink tea. And I'm like, I just responded back. They didn't sucker. even... Yeah, they didn't even... They didn't even fucking message me on the game. They got... The, because I was playing, playing, they saw my PSN name and they privately messaged me on my PlayStation account this. And I just responded back with to it. I don't even like tea. <laughs> fucking tea sucker. I'm like... It is like... You fucking tea soccer, and I'm like, I know I like, I don't know if it, I don't know like if they were American or not. Like I just we were playing a game. It was the light cycle game, okay, uh, the Tron bike one, and it's the game that I'm fucking great at on the on there. I've spent hours on there just grinding on it because I fucking love Tron, and it's the best Tron game we've ever got, and it's not even an official Tron game, <laughs> but. <laughs> Yeah, wrong. I'm I'm really not wrong, but yeah. So I kicked his ass on that, and then it was just it, I just got a notification come through like you fucking tea sucker, go fuck your mom. And I'm like, I don't even like tea. Uh, what? <laughs> yeah, I'm just like I don't even like tea, mate. It reminds me of uh, it reminds me of Misfits. <laughs> that guy is like, you fuck your sister for a uh, slice of cheese. He's like, I don't even like cheese. <laughs> He's like, that makes it even yeah. worse. You sick fuck. <laughs> <laughs> um, long story short, I reported him and he got banned. <laughs> like, don't play hard, play smart. <laughs> I mean, you, have, you have no idea how many people I've got banned from Rocket League. Anytime I get anything, like literally on Rocket League, when was it? It was like Liam could tell you this because we were playing together. It was about yeah. a month ago. They have the um, 
it was Pride Month, so they had the uh, uh, the rainbow wheels for the cars. Put it on. Oh. Literally, first match I saw uh, in the chat, it said uh, Pride Fag in the chat. Like, literally, like a second into the game, I was like, first, that's impressive you, you typed that so quickly. Secondly, fuck you, <laughs> reported him, and he didn't even get to finish the match because me and Liam both reported him. And he didn't even get to Good. the match, and he got banned. Good. I was like, like geez. You know, abuse is just not tolerated anywhere. No. You know, like, if, if you're gonna, if you're gonna be abusive, you know, you you not you have no no respect for uh, me, and and honestly, just don't. Unless you're with your friends, and and your friends fully understand and are fully okay with things shit being thrown back and forth between you. This is it. There's a difference yeah, abso- between absolutely, absolutely. There is a that, difference between not... talking shit and being a shit human being. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Agree. Yeah, it's just fucking stupid at the end of the day, but it is a major issue, not just within football, but within, you know, video cars playing football. Yeah. It's yeah. like, what's it like with FIFA then? Like, if you play FIFA online, I don't, know, like, I, is... I don't fucking dare play a game. Um, I've been, I've, I've, there's, there's been a couple of times where I've played FIFA online and there's been, I'd, I'd beat somebody and then they would basically message me saying, you're shit go crawl in a ditch, all of this horrible, this, that, and other, because they're basically pissed off because I beat them. And they, yeah. they think that this all... And, and and there is, there's a lot, there's a lot of people that do that on, on FIFA. Most of the time, they're probably like 12, 13-year-old kids that yeah. are, I think it, think it's funny to, or think it's fun to, to go out and just abuse people. And mm. are clearly not getting disciplined properly at home, or, or whatever their reason for they need to be abusive, or maybe they are being disciplined too much. Either way, it's everything. Like I've had it. Oh god, what game was it? I it was a game. I was learning the controls on the game. I didn't know what I was doing, and it was my first time playing the game. I had no idea what was happening, and basically the other player told me to go kill myself, and I'm like, I'm learning. <laughs> yeah. I had that. What like what game was I playing? It was um oh what's that mobile? Not not League Legends. The one with uh, Smite. Smite. <clears throat> that was it. Literally my first game. I just just downloaded the game and went into my first match and I died like three times in a row. <clears throat> and the person was like, "You fucking shit! Stop playing!" I'm like, "This is literally my first game. Literally my first game." Ah, uh, it's just horrid. Like another one that's bad for it is Dead by Daylight. Like luckily, PS4 players don't get that shit. It's only PC players because they've got like the online chat. But it's really quite bad on Dead by Daylight as well. God, uh, sorry to like interrupt. I was I, I was oh my godding because I was looking at the um, PlayStation Plus and Xbox Games of Gold September. Yeah, I've and seen the PlayStation Plus ones. Games of Gold is shit. I don't understand how Xbox have such a fucking banging uh, service as Game Pass. Then every month, Games of Gold is absolute shit. Because they don't care much about gold anymore. It's all about Game Pass. Yeah, we've already established this previously. But also, the thing is, but also PlayStation Plus has been absolutely diabolical the last couple of months. It has. Well, this month you've got Overcooked, Hitman 2, and Predator Hunter. Hitman 2, yeah, get it. Hitman 2 is pretty good. Do you know what's funny? Overcooked. You said Overcooked. Overcooked, they already gave out, like, fucking, I think it was, like, 10 months ago or a year ago because I already have that game through PlayStation Plus. Uh, yeah, I'm pretty PC. sure I've got it. It's a, P- it's a PS5 version. Oh, fair. Either way, I've already got it. <laughs> yeah, it's like them, I'm going to get it again, which is nice, but yeah, again, it's not a game that I'm going to probably play. And it's like... Yeah, it's like Games of Gold is Samurai Shadow 2, whatever the fuck that is. Yeah. Zone of the Enders HD Collection, Malacca, 
and Chaos Bean. What the fuck are these games? Never heard of these games before in my entire life. Don't get me wrong, sometimes it's alright, because sometimes you get a really banging indie game thrown in games of gold, and that's nice. <clears throat> like when they first mm. started doing games of gold, there was a game called Guacamelee, and that's an indie game, and that's yeah. really fucking good. But like that, it's just like, give us some of Yeah. <laughs> Did it need to scrap games of gold completely and just stick with Game Pass? Because there's, what's the point? Because games of gold is just useless. There's nothing good comes out of it. Mm. we've hit the peak of all the games that have come out so what they're offering for the free games are just going to be shit at this point because they've given out all the good shit they're now just having to give out like the sub-tier stuff mm. but at least make them fun come on man oh yeah I know right I, this is annoying when you're giving them these shit games but you have a service like Game Pass that has so many good stuff on it and it's like here's these four games you've never heard of that aren't very good yeah ah, cool great it's like a few months ago, they, they gave away the launch title game for the Xbox One. It was called Recore. Okay. Uh, yep. Yep. I, it was it was, it was a piece of gold. I played it. I have never been more, not even overwhelmed or underwhelmed, just whelmed with a game in my life. Mm. Yeah. Literally, but, I, I, pl- I played it and I was like, I, I, I can't believe I have no emotions about this game at all. It's just it, it's just there. I enjoyed, I enjoyed some of it, but yeah, it was it, it's one of those that if it, it, it looked to... nice, but it kind of played like a PS2 game. Yeah, and I was like, "This is just, oh. this is just nothing." It's kind of like yeah. um, the other Xbox launch game, the Rise Son of Rome. That game mm-hmm. was like just eh. Mm. A lot of the Xbox pro- titles were very good though. <laughs> this problem is like, this is why I never buy a console off the launch. I love gaming and all that, but I'll never buy a console off the launch because the problem is there's not enough games that are decent enough to warrant. Having the console at launch. You say that, but I bought my Xbox Series X and then got 200 games with Game Pass straight away. <laughs> yeah, but the thing is, I've already got, like, for me, you, you know I'm getting the PS5. But the thing is, for me, I already have 144 games and a, like, two terabyte hard drive for my PS4. Okay. Mm-hmm. I can download up to 50 games on that one hard drive plus another 10 on my actual PlayStation itself. So I can have about 60 games at a time in total on my PlayStation. There is no point me getting a PS5 to play all the games that I already have, because it's backwards compatible, on a newer system, just for like an extra 30 seconds loading time, when I can just wait, get the newer games, and then enjoy the loading time when I've got newer games to play. Oh, I don't know about that one, mate. (laughs) I might disagree there. Having the new fresh loading times on the Series S is like... Chef's kiss. <laughs> I, like, I like the analogy, but yes, like, definitely like, the loading times. Because because the Xbox goes back to uh, so even original Xbox uh, backwards compatibility, you can like you can play like original Xbox games and like loading in it, loading a game in literally about two seconds is the best thing in the world. Yep, I do agree. Hello. 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 Yeah. Okay. My mom just tried bringing me. Uh, My phone's on do not disturb. Explain do you, this. Do you have a do you have your mum dad as an emergency contact? Possibly. That would be the one then. Uh, yeah. I, I've that with Harley. Harley's my emergency contact, so if my phone's do not disturb, she can still call me. Fair. Well, we've had it again this week where one of us gets cut out. <laughs> well, we've had we've, we've had some issues. There's a weekly guarantee. There's another guarantee. Yeah, we're always gonna have somebody. Have Next to... week, if it doesn't happen, I'm just gonna fucking tell my laptop off and just run away. <laughs> just be like, we've been at this for two hours. No one's fucking cut out. Fuck this shit. I'm gone. Fuck <laughs> this shit. I'm out. Don't mind me. <laughs> oh, fucking hell. Saints Row. Oh, yeah. Saints oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Saints Row. Announcement of, uh, the future Saints Row. 
I can't tell you how much I don't give a shit about this. <laughs> <It's wrong. laughs> it looks so bad. Oh, I agree. Like, I, loved, I loved the original. I mean, 4 was pretty diabolical. But... They said it's going to play a lot like 3, and it's like, oh, great. So you mean one of the bad ones? Yeah. Saints Row 2 was like... Saints Row 2 was just was the epitome. The epitome, like, yeah. It was up there with like GT4, like, it just greatness which, at that time. Which Saints Row was it with the dubstep gun and the purple dildo? That was 3. That was 3. I'm, okay, you you guys are going to hate me. I liked 3. 3, three is okay, but... There, there's elements of 3 that was amazing. Fun. It was stupid and I loved it. Whereas 4 was just fucking shocking. Because 4 was just yeah. a DLC for 3. But they were like, yeah. we can make this just a, a full game and make more money. Mm. And that's what they did. It was just awful. But Saints Row mm. 2 was just so it was such a it was such a good mixture of groundedness and also funny as fuck weirdness. Yeah. Yeah. Because obviously no like two. I don't know if, if you played Saints Row 2, Tom. Uh no, I've only played three. Oh, well Caleb Caleb knows and anyone else that's listening. No when that um your friend dies, the like is the bald kid in Saints Row Two, and he gets fucking dragged yeah. behind uh, that car. Mm-hmm. It's like the the game has been chill up until that, and then that hits you, and it's like, oh shit! I thought I was playing a fun game, and then you get it's like that was just perfect. And then Saints Row Three and Four just like for Saints Row Four, you start the game off by climbing up a fucking rocket whilst it's launching, and then you can fly and have superpowers. It's like, uh. yeah. But now well, you're like yeah, it's... the opposite direction of like it's just too serious. They didn't show any gameplay at all. They showed pre-rendered cuts, and I'm like, okay. They literally, I think, about two and a half seconds of actual gameplay. Mm. <laughs> For me, that's like the major red flag, though. Like, you know, like not actual gameplay footage, like fucking 20 minutes of not actual gameplay and like two seconds of actual gameplay. So this Saints Row is going to take place in like a desert, like kind of like Las Vegas kind of deal, but it's yeah. like down South America. It's like, I guess more like Mexico. And they're like, yeah. oh, it's our biggest environment to date. And it's like, yeah, a desert. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, that it just screams like obviously game you no know, like the Mad Max game that was banging that obviously that's all saying mm-hmm. but when you've got a game yeah. where it actually has cities in and the desert takes up most of it just, yeah it's like a uh, cyberpunk fan like cyberpunk's map is really big and like interesting in the city and then you just get to the desert and it's just fucking nothing there and it's like what a waste of space you could have just made the city bigger mm-hmm. that was my kind of issue with Final Fantasy 15 like I enjoyed the open world but so much of it was just desert. Well, if, you know? if you do open world that big and expansive, you have to fill it with stuff. Well, this was the problem with Which 15, in my opinion. It was small villages and that was it. Mm. Like, you need yeah. it filled and filled with life, you know? That's what I love about uh, GTA Online. Like, the map is massive. You've got so many NPCs, cars driving by. It feels alive. That's what I'm saying. That's why... Like the Witcher Three and Red Dead Redemption Two are the best open world games I've ever played because the maps are massive, but it never feels like there's nothing to do. Like uh-huh. it, the world feels lived in and alive, and you can always go like two fucking minutes like each way down the road, and you found something to do. I can foresee this Saints Row just being there'll be the city in the middle, and then that will have all the stuff in it, and then you can just drive around in a big fucking open desert with nothing to do. There'll be like random events and stuff going on in the desert. But what, yeah. I like, what I loved about the original, what I loved about like Saints Row Two and stuff was like doing the um, the events, like the um, oh, what was it called? Rain is just completely the, right now. The events, though, whatever just, the events. Yeah, but like the, the, all the all the different all the different events you could do. The, oh, you talking like, like just the storyline? Like, yeah, the insurance oh. frauds. That was it. Yeah. That was insurance fraud was so fun. That was so fun. Like that that 
what I enjoy, I loved about Saints Row. And that's what I, that what kind of epitomized Saints Row for me was like it was ridiculous, but it was fun and it mm. was also had some seriousness to it. Mm. And then it just went off the yeah. walls in three. And though I didn't mind three, it wasn't great. Yeah, I didn't mind three, but I really fucking didn't like four. Yeah. Four was just god awful. And then, then, then and the then, fucking game they released after that, the, the Gat Out of Hell. Yeah, it's like, Gat Out of Hell was just meh. And it's like, they killed Johnny Gat in fucking two. Yep. Two or three? Three. In three. They killed him. They killed him in three. And then they're just like, oh, look, everyone likes Johnny Gat. But the issue with Johnny Gat is he's kind of like Duke Nukem. No yeah. like, everyone was like, oh, Johnny Gat's really funny. And then they made the they made the new Duke Nukem game. And it's like, oh, he's really not funny. Mm-hmm. That was Johnny Gat in Saints Row. It's like, we remember him being funny in Saints Row 1 and 2. And then after, then after they brought him back in three, it was like, no, this guy just isn't funny anymore. Oh, I just got fucking PTSD flashbacks. That Duke Nukem. Oh my God. <laughs> I've, I've, I've never been a fan of Duke Nukem. Yeah, you know, it was just obviously because it was around the Doom time and stuff when they first came out, and it was like that. Then it was fresh. Yeah. yeah. A wisecracking like fucking thing, but then it's just like mm. that game was awful. Whilst, whilst we're talking about reboots and all of that, um, the Fresh Prince of Bel Air. Reboot. Uh, yeah. Yes, yes. I'm actually excited about it. To be fair, I'm not gonna lie. It's getting mixed reception, to be honest. Like, oh, I they're don't just know. calling it. They're just calling it Bel Air. Yeah. Are they just uh, calling it Bel Air? Yeah. It's just. It's a side. It's yeah. It's it's not a reboot of French Prince. It's just. But they are. But it is also a kind of a reboot of French Prince. It's just going to be called Bel Air. A bit more like a drama series instead of. They did the full on they... sketch comedy that it was. It comes from a YouTube, I can't remember if it was a film or a series, mm. that Will Smith saw and spoke to him about it. That's where it's come from. So that's why right. the fact that Will Smith saw it and was like, we should do this properly, that's what's given me hope. Yeah, yeah but I've heard apparently I Will mean, Smith has nothing to do with it. Yeah, but he might not, but if he's seen something he likes, mm. then you should do it. I think it'll be part of it in some sense. He'll have some say to it, I'm sure, mm. what that will look like, you know, but... Yeah, whether it's as good as the original, whether it's you know good in general, it it needs to be judged first. And to be honest, yes. I'm going to give it a fair judge because I love Fresh Prince. I will I will watch the pilot episode if it intrigues me. I will carry on. Watching. I'll um what I'll, I do with everything. I'll send you both. I'll put it in the group chat. I'll send you both the trailer that is where it's come from. Basically, this is the like oh. the fan trailer that someone made, and then Will Smith saw yeah. it and was like, "You should do this." Yeah. So I'll, I'll put it in the group chat for you to watch and then probably get oh. back for it for the next episode of the podcast. Yeah, yeah, I'll watch it and we'll talk more about that next time. Because mm. it's kind of like, if, you, if you're saying it was from like a YouTube thing, is that more kind of like what Cobra Kai was then? It started as like a YouTube show. That's and got... the, exactly, exactly, exactly what I'm thinking. Okay. It was really good. And got actually picked up for a na- major network. One Tom, give us a cringy outro. <laughs> Okay, again, right. Anyway, guys, this has been a great podcast. Again, thank you to. He's One lost second. the name. He's lost the name. He's lost. I'm on What's Twitter. It was gonna be? Shut the fuck up. Shut up. Shut up. Shut up. <laughs> thank you to Big Boss Games again for commenting with Stardew Valley. Please give us a follow on Twitter. Subscribe on YouTube as we will be dropping the first podcast on YouTube next week. And yeah, please subscribe on all the major platforms that we stream on. We've mentioned them before. Spotify, you know, Google, all of them. Just look up The Nerd Solution or at Solution The Nerd. You will find us. Thank you so much for tuning in each week. It means the world to us to do this. We don't just talk about shit, but we talk about serious stuff as well, as well as stuff that we enjoy. And 
it means the world knowing that people are listening, but it also gives us time to be able to talk to one another as well. Because after the last year we all had with lockdown, talking to one another is good for us. So thank you all. And this has been the Nerd Solution. Goodbye. Bye. Ta ta. Recording that outro, I fucking banged my knee really hard <laughs> on the wall. <laughs> the next, fucking next minute, I had to mute my mic for like 20 seconds because I was like, ah! <laughs> <laughs>